Hello, I'm Hannah Jenna. And I'm Rachel Johnson, and welcome to Before and After, a body image podcast. We are here to discuss our ideas, perceptions, and beliefs about how we look and how we see others. We'll be looking at research and trends in the world of fitness and nutrition, as well as looking at our own biases related to body image and busting some persistent myths that abound in advertising and on social media. We hope to reach and captivate audiences of all ages and gender. So please help us out by subscribing and sharing. And if you like what you hear, we would very much appreciate you leaving us a review. Happy listening. Hello again. We are back with our episode two, where we really get into the good topics of conversation. And today uh, we are going to be talking about before and after photos, which we are clearly excited about because we named our entire podcast <laughs> one of our favorite topics. And uh, we obviously want to present a balanced view. So we're going to give you both the pros and cons um, of, uh, of before and after photos. And, you know, I... I have submitted before and after photos to my nutrition coach when I was being coached. I ask my clients for them only if they feel comfortable and only like I always make it known that it's only for my eyes and their eyes only. I would never use it for, for promotional materials. So there's definitely like two sides of the story of before and after photos. Um, we're going to cover that. Um, but yeah, it should be a good conversation because... <laughs> yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely a way to work the system when it comes to before and after photos. Yes. This, this topic definitely came up, uh, for us basically by, by looking at what's all over the internet because <laughs> I also have, have taken before and after photos and submitted them to my coaches. Um, but, but those aren't always the kinds that you see online and, uh, yes. So Hannah and I have a great time mostly making fun of some of the uh, before and after photos that we found online. So we kind of came up with a, it's not even a top seven or a top 10 list. It's just top, top seven, but oh, top seven, <laughs> seven top kinds seven. of before and after photos out there. Um, and this isn't just like us, like mocking these things. I like, <laughs> I mean, it is a little bit, but it's also like, I feel it's important for you know, when people are starting a weight loss journey and are at that point of just like desperation, like I just, I need something radical to happen in the next month or I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like this is, I hope, information to help you just better understand what you're looking at, right? So you don't get sucked into some great grand promise that something truly remarkable is going to happen to you in a really short space of time. Because yes, of course... You can lose a, a decent amount of weight in 30 days, but that it's not always the healthiest thing to do. And it's certainly not always the most long-term thing to do. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with taking a very slow and steady approach so that your weight loss becomes more of like a just healthier lifestyle, which is the better way to go than, oh my gosh, in 30 days, I need to submit some new pictures to show that I've lost all of my body fat and suddenly have all of these muscles sticking out. Ah, uh, yes. The, the, the 30 day six pack abs. That's kind of where it all starts online. <laughs> I mean, I've taken, I've done, let me see. I think I've followed two different programs where there was an opportunity to submit your pictures at the beginning and pictures at the end. Right, and, for a contest. Yeah, and like, you could win like $1,000 or whatever it, whatever it was, or just like glory from the internet for your amazing <laughs> apps. 
And one of them was, um, the first one I did was Thunder Bro. Um, I had to, I injured myself and I had to take a break from CrossFit. So I decided to try out some like bodybuilding and I, just the name Thunder Bro was like, oh, cool. And it was, it is a fabulous program. And I had a lot of fun, like just trying different like style of working out and trying to get all swole and, and obviously there was a diet plan too, um, which wasn't wasn't crazy but it involved like basically not really eating in the morning which is very hard for me to do because i prefer to eat in the <laughs> oh morning my gosh. hannah eats not. like what a normal person eats in a day by uh, like 11 by, yeah definitely <laughs> before that it switches over to p.m but but i, I dave lipson who runs thunderbro actually because he he went from a, being a crossfit athlete to a bodybuilder and he actually like sort of said hey if you take the worst possible photos of yourself on day one and like stand really badly and have terrible lighting and stick your gut out, then on day 30, when you've learned a few ways to like suck it in and stand kind of weird and light yourself a little better, then it's going to look even better for you. And of course, so, like the bodybuilding world involves standing kind of weird. Yeah, they do stand weird. So he, he told you to like sandbag the before photos. I don't know if he was like actively <laughs> encouraging sandbagging, but it was kind of like, hey... If you take a really bad before picture, then, you know, afterwards, regardless of how much change of experience, it can only be better. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like on, on some of my, I kind of appreciate it. That, that almost feels like honest marketing, right? He's, yeah. He's saying, cool, like, you know, worse version and then we'll show you and it was, how to do it at the it, end. It was so. kind of a fun thing to like stand in front of the mirror. I felt like an idiot. But a fun thing to stand in front of the mirror and like start like sticking your butt out in a weird way or like doing some funny things with your arms so that you look more jacked and like whether you slightly pull down on your stomach, top top tip. If you top most people tip. most people when they want to show abs, they like they show take a picture of them holding their shirt and pulling their stomach up. I'm actually acting this out and no one can see me do it. Right. Rachel. But if you stand You're in the forgetting mirror this is a podcast. One day we'll have video. <laughs> When you stand in the mirror, if you actually pull down, it shows off the abs way better. Oh, try it. There you go. I, I, I think Pro I'm going to have to try that. That's, uh, yeah, I, I once watched a video, uh, a little how-to tutorial on YouTube on how to get do like a, a peachy bum photo. Oh. Like, I, I don't know, to make your bum look as round as possible in a photo. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, yeah, we, we've crazy? all had our experiences with this. So that was my first one, and then the second one, which is what we both have had a shared experience of, is um, Carrie Pierce's Power Apps, oh, which yes. we yes. mentioned in our intro, and it really is fabulous. Like, I felt, definitely, I could feel a lot of difference in my core yeah. after the first I love this program. 30 days, and then when I did it again, I was like, oh, wow, this works, but... Like, in all honesty, like, I didn't change up my diet a whole lot. Like, my diet's pretty decent. And maybe there was a little tiny bit more definition. But there wasn't any radical change. So I never submitted before and after photos for that 30-day thing. But, like, I joined the Facebook group associated with the program. And a lot of people are posting before and after photos. And some of them, like, especially people who have actually done it over several months... You're like, oh, wow, I can absolutely see the change. But other people who were posting like, here's day one, here's day 30, we were both like, hmm. Mm. There's a few yeah. things that are not quite right about this picture. And that is what we're going to start. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I mean, that Facebook group is actually also where 
um, you know, I started to see people having conversations about before and after photos too, because mm-hmm. there were, uh, you know, there's the the advertisements, the, the stuff that you'll see on Power Abs on, on Instagram, but on Facebook is where you get real people doing the program and chatting to each other and asking questions. And I started seeing all of these women, because mostly women, like, yeah. they're, they're totally men that do it. I mean, it's, it's a crazy good program. It's for everybody. But, and we should totally have this um, conversation with a male guest at Actually, some point. totally good point, yeah. because I think before and after photos in general and like speed of progress just is so different for men sometimes. But, but there were women on, in this Facebook group that were asking for real before and after photos. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, can someone who's like pretty fluffy, right? <laughs> Take a before and after photo. And and I would see like sometimes women would and it's like, yeah, okay. So that's like the reality of the 30 days um, looked very different when you actually, um, yeah, when you actually <laughs> have someone who doesn't start with an almost six pack already or someone who's already really lean. So um, and the other thing is, is that if you've never been like specifically training abs before in your life, yeah. And then suddenly you do 30 days, even if you lost a significant amount of body fat, maybe you didn't have that much to lose and you lost enough where you could potentially see abs, doesn't mean there's going to be a giant rippling six pack underneath there. Because if you haven't right. trained that for, and like you can build muscle mass in a month, of course, but it's not going to be like zero to wild looking six pack in 30 days yeah. that that takes work well and i think and I, if you achieve that then let me know how you did it cause, right because <laughs> it's true i mean we could we could have a whole show talking just about abs in general but it's so true right i mean i you understand having like uh you know muscular shoulders or big biceps usually means building them up over time and abs you they, you got to grow them the same way it's not just about getting like flat you know getting a flat thin stomach doesn't give you a six pack you got to you gotta lift weights with those abs. <laughs> and also, like, depending on your body type, it may be that if you actually can see abs, that doesn't necessarily mean you're particularly healthy. You could be horribly underweight. Just because, like, if you carry your weight in the midsection, then, and not really anywhere else, then actually getting to visible abs. You've only got to look at, like, CrossFit Games athletes, and some of them are clearly, like, ab city like abs all over the place carrie pierce incredible right. carrie pierce of course <laughs> that is she, she picked the right thing to plug <laughs> she did she did. and other ones is like if you look at china cho she has incredible legs amazing arms and she's obviously like i guess you would call it quote-unquote toned very strong middle, but she's but... not like got rippling six-pack yeah just because it's how she's genetically built so i don't know i don't i wonder when like abs became this thing you know i i don't know i th- there's uh i th- think uh it's paragon performance training which is also like a bodybuilding program that, that is excellent for strength and building muscle uh, but they they have this little like hashtag sh- shoulders are the new abs because everyone there is like t- taking pictures of like their back and their shoulders and that that's what what you know a lot of these women are focusing on so yeah it, it's it's sort of like the the uh how every once in a while there's a new superfood that we're supposed to eat it's like a new body part that apparently we're supposed to look at when our knees are gonna become famous (laughs) everyone's just taking pictures of the knees do you remember when people started getting knee lifts oh god celebrities would get knee lifts like that that little weird bit that hangs over your knee that's hilarious (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay, 
we digress? We digress. <laughs> so what what what's your favorite kind of before and after photo that you've seen on the Pierce Power Apps, not the Facebook group, but the Instagram? And again, Carrie Pierce, we love you. We love your program. You're amazing. We're just gonna we're just gonna tease your marketing a bit. <laughs> um. Ooh. I think I have to say I think the one that makes me laugh every time um, is is pulling your pants up. Yes. Like when when you see the before and after photo and the first picture, like the <laughs> pants are rolled down as low as you can, like safely go without exposing too much, and like you let kind of let your stomach loose they, and everything can kind of hang out, cradling the love handles. And then thirty days later. <laughs> Some strategically placed high-waisted pants have come up, which are now sitting just below the belly button. Actually, I saw one once where the belly button was entirely was covered. covered. Oh. And then yeah. I read through some of the comments, and the comments were like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. So much progress. How did you she do it? Wow. And, and I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Like, why do you think high-waisted pants were invented? So you could, like, tuck it all in, hide it away, make it look great. Yeah. The after photo <laughs> looked. That is right. why. That is why that 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 woman who invented Spanx became like an instant billionaire. Like high waisted things that hold it in. So yeah. Okay. So someone who took thirty days to learn how to pull up their pants. Right. And then I kind of was like, on the one hand, I was like, okay, does she know what she's doing? Like, is she aware? Like, okay, I'm. I don't feel like I made as much progress as I should. But if I yank these things up and suck it in, it's going to look great. And like, if you're putting yourself out on the internet, even if you're like, cut your head off in the picture and so people can't right. see your name, I'll see your face, sorry. Um, like, is that like conscious, I, I'm not quite ready to expose it yet or to say I, I can't actually see much difference or like, because people were buying it. Well, and, and that's what, I mean, my assumption is the ones that get posted in the marketing I assume, rightly or wrongly, that maybe those are the women who who won the like five hundred dollars for their thirty day, right? Like, what, what they're they're being featured for some reason. So either they did it unintentionally and convinced everyone and sort of won a prize for it, um, or yeah, I mean, I don't. Maybe it's. But <laughs> I feel like if if you're gonna, and it's also like, I feel like if you're gonna run a, a legitimate test for like. I did this program for X number of days or weeks or whatever. I want to see my progress. You need to take your pictures at exactly the same time of day because I look very different oh, from that's huge. 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. There's good reason to do them in the morning. Yeah. You need to do it at exactly the same time of day, preferably wearing the same underwear or whatever or very similar style. So it like it's the same high rise. It's the same amount of coverage in any sports bra you're wearing in exactly the same place with the same lighting. Yeah. So like... There's no, all these variables that can tweak success are actually consistent. Yeah, now I'm going to keep an eye out for that, actually, because I, I feel like I haven't always noticed if they're wearing the, ex like, is it the exact same pants that have just been pulled up, or is it actually just completely different styles of pants? I mean, it'd be fun but... for, like, anybody listening to try it. Like, you could start with, <laughs> take a picture of yourself at 6 a.m., oh, whenever yeah. you get up, first thing. And then take another picture just before you go to bed wearing, like, the same thing. Oh, and yeah. then, like, maybe try taking pictures with your pants, like, as low as they go. And then yank them up over the gut yeah. and see how different... I mean, I feel like I, I, I people should try that. It might also just mess with people's heads because, you know, it'd be interesting to, to really realize how much your body changes over the course of one day. Mm -hmm. And when you see that, it, you know, it's hard to unsee it. And then you realize, wow, like... 
weight loss, strength gain, all the different things we obsess about, you know, 12 hours of just gravity and normal life can change them so dramatically the way you see it. So. It's like if anybody's ever weighed themselves first thing in the morning, like get up, use the bathroom, get on the scale, get take your weight, do it again just before you go to bed. There's a whole <laughs> heck of a lot of difference. And it's not because you suddenly gained a whole bunch of body fat. It's yeah. just... Yeah. Life happened through the day and weighed you down a little. So what's yours? I know we have we have like a top seven that yeah, we have I mean, group. <laughs> but out of all of our yeah. choices, like what is your favorite one? I mean, I think my my favorite one in terms of like I find it the funniest is the the in thirty days I got a tan. Because that that reminds me of, of what this, is it? You can't tone you it. You can't tan tone it. it. Tan it exactly. And <laughs> I remember hearing people say that, not really fully understanding. I mean, we can also have a whole episode talking about what the word tone even means. But mm-hmm. but it, it's like a bodybuilder. People who do um, physique shows, like physique competitions, they always get like totally uh, like spray tanned and stuff because oh, yeah. this whole idea of just you know if you can't tone it, tan it. So when you see these. Uh, before and after photos online with just normal people who really just maybe they went to the beach and so all of a sudden they look look slimmer <laughs> or their abs look and you better. can even like can't you get like an actual tan that specifically highlights yes. like yes abs it's a and paint, like muscles it's like painted and... six-pack there are tutorials on youtube for how to do it with self-tanner <laughs> or or um... i want to try that <laughs> It's like different shades of orange for like shading. Pretty much. Well, have you ever watched, um, well, I mean, drag queens are the best at it, but, but any makeup tutorials on, uh, contouring of Mm -hmm. your face. Oh, it's amazing. You could totally do the same thing to your abs. Someone could make me look like I actually had a small nose with contouring. (laughs) Abs would be hilarious. All right. Don't tell. I'm going to try this next month with Carrie Pierce Power Abs. I'm going to submit a a contoured photo. Oh, yes. Yes. What were we talking about the other night with a guy like shaving chest hair? Oh, into, like yeah, that that would be my wonderful partner Jeff, who mentioned that he would just, just shave, shave a six pack by uh, way of like chest hair. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there are some great CrossFit Games athletes who could do that. Like I bet Lucas Parker could, uh, could oh, yeah. contour with his amazing with lumberjack razor. hair. You could have a whole yeah. YouTube channel and yep. Chest hair contouring for us. Maybe maybe Patrick Vellner. I don't know the Canadians. The Canadian redheads seem to have good good, good body hair. hair. Yeah, <laughs> there's something about. <laughs> I, I'm Canadian, so these are my people. I'm I'm talking about. I I love the, both of those athletes, but yes, they're they got some good hair. So we've got <laughs> learning to pull up your pants. We've got if you can't tone it, tan it. <laughs> What else is on our list to look out for in before and after po- photo hacks? Uh, well, one that you already alluded to is I learned how to pose. Oh, yeah. So um, I kind of want to... So if, if he got you to sandbag the, the before photo, what were the tips for the, the other photo? The, I the honestly... I can't remember because I just got the giggles too much and gave up because I was like, I feel ridiculous. But I follow a couple of female bodybuilders. I would love in a future episode, maybe one day when we're talking about being bulky or something or what that Mm. means to actually speak to a bodybuilder, like female and male. It would be great to just learn like 
how how do you pose like how and like or how do you learn how do, how do you yeah, learn right? I mean, like what do you, a, I mean I guess this it's tutorials on YouTube but like just like models stand in certain ways to make they walk in certain like, ways yeah. yeah they do all kinds of things so too. you know it's like when you see follow like a few people and you you just watch them like they sticking their butt out in a weird way and like always having like one foot. Like you have your foot up on your toe, or something, so your calf oh, muscle is yes. so pretty. The, the, the one leg up on the toe is, I, if I recall, very important for the peachy bum photo too. Did you actually do a peachy bum photo? Did it work? So I tried it in front of the mirror. I didn't actually take any photos what? because the well. So there's something. Uh, Not that I like. I don't really understand why anybody would want to see a picture of my ass on the internet. I, Even I mean, if it was looking most peachy. Most people I see are like, they're, these are, these are you know, people who are actively trying to make their booty rounder or, you know, like, so they're, they're, they're emphasizing what I assume is some work they're putting into it. But no, for some reason, the last step of the peachy bum photo involves like flexing one of your butt cheeks. Just that, one? That's, yeah. Like the one that, that's back and angled. Because um, it's supposed <laughs> to lift it somehow. But when I flex it, it would just sort of flatten like like right like when when you're actually like doing like a, is the like a hip thrust or something where it's like oh actually my muscle does something different than than lift up and be round so i i i don't i i just gave up <laughs> you should have videoed yourself oh attempting God. to like look create a peachy butt after photo maybe that will be a before and after special video segment where where we <laughs> act out some of these you take tutorials. the worst before ones all hunched over oh, and poor lighting and then and then yeah. do the do the things and pull up our pants and get spray tans yeah that's okay so that's it so we've got we've got the pose uh and then similar to the tan one we've got the i learned how to adjust lighting Oh yeah, um, and I feel like that's super important because I have seen some people. If you if you're starting to get some abs, you know, like if you actually have built them and you have like overhead lighting, it casts shadows, right? So Ooh. so then you're you've got that contouring <laughs> from. But uh, yeah, and this is again where I wonder, like, are people going to all of this effort like in, in the course of like that, that we keep referring to 30-day programs whatever you're doing like with with your before and after photos like my clients for nutrition are just you know standing in their house in the same place right. wearing the same thing every week not much changes but the stuff that i see on the internet like are people over the course of whatever like span of time it is that they need to submit their photos watching tutorials buying lighting getting spray tan, doing like whatever I they mean, can. Just maybe to you be like, really need, maybe I need you really validation need that $500. Of you either need that $500 or, or you, I mean, the internet has given all of us kind of our, our shot at like, it used to be 15 minutes of fame that people wanted. I feel like the internet maybe gets you 15 seconds of fame, but maybe that's it, right? You can then forever, it, it happens quickly, but then it's on the internet forever. Uh, and you can say like, yep, I, I'm, I'm that before and after ab photo. So I bet, right. It's, it's, it's a combination of, or like this is, someone back up, this, this is what I used to look like. I always wonder though, like if you set yourself up to be, you take this perfect picture where, you, you know, you, you're all angled perfectly and you've got your tan, your pants are high and the lighting is perfect. Is it then like, yes, you look wonderful, but then when you see people in real life, if they've seen you, like if you did that, okay, so you did, <laughs> so you did all of the stuff, okay, all and you posted stuff. like this incredible picture, and I was like, oh damn, 
Would you then be just like fearful of ever seeing me again? Because then I would be like, oh, that's not what I saw. I mean, judgmental. I was going to say, then that makes you maybe a crappy friend, Hannah. I don't know if I'd want to see you again. But you know, you know what I mean? Like if you're like, you're what you show the world as you is actually kind of only you with a very specific set of circumstances, then I mean, I, I don't know, maybe people are out there and they're literally in hiding because they can only show the world this like, holy crap, I told the world I look like this. So I think you, I mean, I think you kind of summed up the the main problem with social media, right? Is that people curate their own lives and put out exactly what they think everyone wants to see. Uh, And yeah, sometimes the reality definitely doesn't live up to that. Um, I'm trying to actually, slightly off topic, I'm trying to post like ugly photos or what of me, what I consider to be like (laughs) ugly photos where I'm like, oh God. And I'm like, no, just... Well, you know, we we have a lot of outtake photos um, for Mm -hmm. the before and after cover shot that we did. There's some pretty hilarious, not flattering uh, photos we could. Actually, that's a good point. Maybe on 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 our Instagram page, we should put some of those the 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 before photos where we were setting up that kitchen. The one where I have like six chins. There's some good double chin ones. There's one where I'm actually eating that piece of celery that's just not flattering. You're right. You're right. We 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 will will attempt to to be honest about our before and after photos too. So um, what else is on our list? What else do we got? Do we Let's have? see. What do we have? Uh, Photoshop. Oh well, Photoshop. yeah. I mean, gosh, when everything else fails, um, uh, you know, Hannah's lucky enough to be married to a, a married photographer. photographer, and it is so actually he fascinating. Can do all kinds of things. He's done a couple of fitness photo shoots of me. And he was like doing some retouching once and I was like, hey, just for fun, can we change a few things to see what it looks like? I was like, I want bigger boobs, smaller nose, like bigger biceps. And like as he tweaked it and changed it, it was kind of weird. Like on the one hand, in my head, I had this image of like, oh, if I had like, if I look like this, then I'll be really happy. Mm -hmm. And yet when he changed it, it was like an alien. I was like, oh, but it 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 wasn't you anymore. Interesting. That's true because everyone has a picture in their head of what they, what they, what, what they, think. they think they should look like to be happy. Like that. that well, I mean, even... that's part of this whole like problem with sort of diet culture is that you're yeah. always like, oh, if I do this and follow it to the T, then in, then thirty days, sixty days, whatever it is, I'm gonna be happy because I'm gonna look like this. And then you get there and you're like, oh, but but I could change this now too. Yeah. And then you, then you go down another path. Something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all this to say, when you're looking at, if you're about to start a program and you there's before and after pictures, then kind of just before you're like, oh, wow, this is, this is going to change my life. Just take a second, pause and start to notice like, okay, is this an absolutely genuine, like relatable picture or did we just you know do a few things to maybe there's maybe there's some progress i'm not denying that there's been progress Mm -hmm. um but as far as like an actual massive physical change it may not be quite what has been like 
advertised. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think also I like, I like looking for before and after photos where people have, have gained weight, like, the, like the scale or the scale has stayed the same. Um, cause those are always so interesting when you're like, Hey, I used to be, you know, maybe at an unhealthy level of thinness and I've started eating differently. And, you know, every, every after photo could be a before photo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and either that means, yeah, you keep going in one direction or sometimes, you know, you're going in a different direction with them. So but I think that kind of leads nicely. We've obviously just slightly bashed before and after photos and some <laughs> of them are truly comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of them should definitely be taken with a pinch of salt and, there is a, there is an argument to say that they can be like damaging if you're showing like you can get this amazing result and then somebody actually does it and actually really works hard and puts the time in and their journey is just that gonna take that little bit longer and in thirty days yeah. they don't have this image and then what you failed yeah I mean I think too with with yeah taking them with a grain of salt is definitely the best advice I think my main real issue with using misleading before and after photos in marketing is that it 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 often just makes things look easy and things aren't easy right like making result like getting the progress you want is just not easy and that's why I you know tease Carrie Pierce because her program it is an incredible program for gaining core strength she used to be a competitive gymnast and is now the fittest American woman in CrossFit. Um, she is an exceptional athlete. And so that's why it kind of irks me because I'm like, Carrie, like you know better. You know how much work it takes. And you know that to get your abs, she even says this in a bunch of her videos, she's been doing hollow holds since she was like four years old or something, right? Right. And, and for hours a day working on her body and now as a competitive CrossFit athlete, you know, it's not just 30 days, 10 minutes a day doing ab work that gets, you know, her physique or maintains it. Um, so I saw I, some comments on like a Brooke Entz naked training program too, where like there was a promo video and like everybody featured in the video was already a yeah, stellar athlete. Exactly. Yeah. And already was like ripped and shredded and hugely fit and... And somebody did say, hey, this looks like something I would love to do, um, but can we see the effect that it actually has on normal people? I know you said real people. Yeah. Athletes are real people. Like, <laughs> Athletes are real people, too. It's people, true. People who aren't already, like, many, many years yeah. into this. Yeah. And that's what people were asking for in, in the Facebook group, right? Is like, hey... I'm still going to put in this work just like everybody else. And that's great. I just kind of want to have a more realistic picture. And I, I, I hand it to those women who, who asked and the women who answered and posted their real before and after photos, right? That, that they were brave enough to be like, yeah, like I did this. I put in the exact same amount of work as that person who was already lean and super fit. And this is where I got in 30 days. And that's, it's still progress, but it, you know, gave everyone else sort of an alternative version of what 30 day progress so looks like. what would you do if you were like chief of marketing or the CEO or whatever, of some kind of fitness company that was putting out a challenge, um, or like 
selling some kind of challenge or product. Because obviously you want to show the world that this is going to work. You want to show the world like an ideal. Like <laughs> you don't want to sell hmm. like, yeah, you can do this, but it's going to probably take you at least a year. Yeah. Well, I mean, I what think is the fine line? That's what it would be. I would, I would love to see an, a campaign for something like, you know, power abs or whatever it is that actually showed a series of photos over the course of say a year. Right. Cause I mean, I think that's something we'll probably talk about in a lot of different ways is, is how, what, how long progress really takes and then how long maintenance, you know, that it's, it's a lifetime. Um, so I think, you know, something that shows a series of, of more photos is just more interesting. Um, but also, I mean, in something like CrossFit marketing, I would, uh, I'd video a 10 rep front squat and then 30 days later after doing core work every single day, show the same 10 rep front squat. Cause that's how, what I noticed, right? Like power, power abs doing it has totally change the way I feel doing other kinds of lifts. So then it puts the focus on all this work. What's it going to let you do at the end of 30 days rather than... I think that, yeah, rather than just like... What it looks an like. aesthetic. And I agree. Like, I did two months of power abs. I need to get back on the train. But in the last couple of weeks, we've been doing some testing and I've PR'd pretty much ever lift, every lift I've ever attempted. Yeah. And I absolutely credit working like 10 minutes a day, five days a week for a couple of months yeah. on core strength to helping play a part in that. Every Olympic lift, every power lift. I mean, it's, if you can, yeah, if you have the support of, of all your front and, you know, posterior core stability muscles, it's, it's huge. I like so. that. Fitness, fitness brands, think about it. Like, <laughs> not just an aesthetic, but what can you do better or even something that you could do as a new thing yeah. after the duration of your yeah. challenge and in I mean, addition to like any physical even my, my front squat example you know i'm sure the reason they don't do that is that that doesn't appeal to most people most people don't necessarily want a you know 10 rep max 200 pound front squat and that's fine because <laughs> they're they're awful but um yeah, so I mean, I think marketing-wise, right, you got to find something that appeals to everybody. But but yeah, like a, like a skill or something would be it'd be interesting to see that. I like it. So now I want to like start to turn. Did we cover all our list? By the you way, you know, I have no clue. I top seven. I don't know who's counting. I don't know how many. Like in. someone's gonna be like, that wasn't seven. It was five. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, s- sorry about that. Um, sorry. Oh wait. Oh sorry. Yes. <laughs> There's my Canadianness. Um, oh, you know what, well, this one, and this is one of my favorites actually, is, um, just learning how to buy the right size clothes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That so helps. it's kind of like the pulling up your pants, but it's actually just buying the right size pants. And I feel like that's something we all learned the hard way. If you lived through the, I don't know, I don't know when low rise jeans really became trendy, like late nineties, early aughts. Nine, there's many iterations the of that. But like I remember really jeans low rise ones. So low that like sitting down was problematic. Right. So like anyone who had any kind of Britney Spears like she was all about those love handles, the, the muffin top I mean low rise jeans just you know, you spilled over. It was awful. So um I feel like that is the perfect example of how, you know, you just buying 
find the right clothes for your body, and it's even like gonna make it look better. Even the right materials, yeah. right? Because there's definitely some fabrics and like workout clothes that are gonna be tight fitting that yeah. hide cellulite. Right, and then there's other, other fabrics where you're like fitness types. I didn't where even you're realize like, I had them. <laughs> every lump and shadow mm-hmm. gets gets emphasized. Yeah, that's so true, and I'm sure that's a huge money maker in in fitness clothing and everything is finding those perfect fabrics that that make, make you, you feel, feel like yep, amazing. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I remember like totally not related to fitness, but I remember when after college I got. Um, you know, kind of my first real job, I guess, in, in, I was living in Chicago at the time and I was still a little bit in that, uh, my, my jeans and t-shirt, like not really much style. Like I talked about last time in high school and a friend of mine's wife, uh, was like a stylist for TV shows and stuff. And she took me shopping. It was like, you know, some, Ann Taylor Loft or Nordstrom Rack, like I didn't have much money or anything, but she took me shopping and picked out some clothes for me that, that, and everything she picked off the rack looked amazing on me. And I had no clue how she does that, but, um, it was the first time I also just had clothes that had been picked out for me because of the way I looked, right? Like the shape Mm -hmm. of my body or something. So everything just, it made me feel so much more confident going to my job because I was like, oh, I have some new clothes that fit me differently. And um, and so I feel like it's the same. Like sometimes you got a really good pair of tights and you go to the gym and you you feel stronger because you're like, I know I my, my legs look good in these tights or something, and it right? holds that yeah. button exactly. a little bit better. Exactly. And so peachy butt. <laughs> I mean, don't even get me started on all those, the marketing of all those tights that have the like scrunchy butt bit that's supposed to actually lift your butt up. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. I've got too much this, butt for a little this, scrunch uh, to lift it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if that little elastic bit of fabric can really hold the weight of <laughs> of most of our bums. But Maybe you if know, you just stand still and stick your butt out in like the peachy butt pose <laughs> while wearing the leggings, it works great. I really but if you're like, like 15 thrusters deep oh, and they're starting yeah. to slide down your butt, so now the scrunch is no longer like at the top of your butt crack. <laughs> halfway down it may just make you look like you got a wrinkly butt oh <laughs> my goodness probably not i feel yeah i feel like we're, we're we're gonna have to do some of these hilarious photo attempts um yeah and then maybe just have have dave photoshop them for us there you go <laughs> there you go peaches all around so um, yeah i still don't know if we made it all, through all the seven but i i think that's fine someone can let us know if we you definitely got a good few good pointers to just look out for in other before and after photos and if you are taking before and after photos for whatever journey you may be on, making sure that you kind of keep yourself honest too, right? Because for me, when I had a nutrition coach, and I only did it for three months, but I remember like taking the first set of photos and it was, I was still a sailor at the time. So I was on a boat. I had, the only way I could actually see myself like full body was by taking a picture. There was no mirrors on the boat. Oh yeah. Like a little yeah. face one. And it just took me forever to like front, side, side, back photos. Just, I would look at them and be like, oh God, that looks terrible. Oh God, that looks terrible. And finally I was like, just take the dang photos. Like they're literally for me and my coach to see. Um, But I did it. I made sure I did it at the same time. Uh, Like on check-in day, I took my photos at the same time of the day. Um, Always in the morning, wearing kind of sports bra and like little shorts or underwear or something. So there was 
it was easy to sort of see the same amount of flesh and like things were pulled up at the same level. So for me personally, I can now look back on that and I have got a good record of how my body changed yeah. rather than like, I can't really see what I actually look like because it's covered up there. Um, so we've obviously like poked a little fun at, at, <laughs> at where people are hiding the truth in their before and after yes, photos. Yes. But I also do want to make sure that we cover the value of a before yeah. and after photos. No, you're right. It's very important because they are. They are. They can be really valuable. And I I definitely, my, my experience with before and after photos is just, I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever posted anything online, like on my page or shared it with really anyone. So it's it's just for me and my nutrition coach. And I've really only been doing it since last September. Like I don't really think I ever did it consistently before, um, before just recently. Um, but and, and to be fair, by accident, I have definitely done some of these things that that we've just made fun of, right? I mean, the when I started in. September, the first few I took, I'm, I'm wearing these pair of like booty shorts um, and they're just straight up too small for me. Like, but I, you know, they're aspirational fitness clothing that stays in my drawer. And I was like, you know, they, they really just overemphasize my, my middle is definitely where I carry most of my weight. And um, yeah. And they just, you know, these shorts were just straight up not flattering. Um, so it's not that I needed them to to cover up anything, but it also just made everything look worse, which made me feel worse. So I, I switched and now I just wear like a straight up pair of like black underwear, Mm -hmm. like my bikini bottom basically. Um, so it, it is the right size. So it doesn't like cut in any extra to, to my, my, my fluffy bits around my middle. (laughs) So I still, you know, feel like I can see enough of my body to track progress. Um, and, and I did also learned I sh- the lighting in my hallway is terrible. So I've moved out to like my kitchen in the morning, which gets really good natural light. So, you know, I've learned all of these things I've just made fun of that, <laughs> that you can do them without really intentionally trying to, uh, fool anyone on the internet. So like the value in it, and, um, I'm not going to mention any names here, but like as a coach asking clients for before and after pictures, um, this we all, not we all, that we tend to get hung up in a value on the scale, right? Because that's the traditional yeah. method yeah. of, you know, you step on a scale, you take your weight, and then you kind of place yourself worth in what the scale says. And without really mm-hmm. understanding that there's a lot of stuff that goes into that number. Yeah. Um, and I've had people have crises because they weighed in two pounds heavier the next day. And I was like, you realize that what you, how much eating you would actually have to do to really gain two pounds of body fat straight up overnight. Yeah, yeah. But regardless... <laughs> it's really hard to do. Um, and again, I'd be interested to kind of speak to guys and girls on this. Mm-hmm. But as a girl, I have pretty much always had a certain number where I'm like, I'm okay mm-hmm. with this number. And I, I don't weigh myself every day right now. Um, we have an in-body scanner at the gym, which is like body composition monitor, and I'm doing it monthly now. So like I have an idea, but I'm not like obsessing over it every day. But there's a number yeah, where I'm like, okay, this is cool. And if it goes above it, even knowing all that I know 
and understanding like what I'm working on, it's still like, ah! and I have had many clients who have set these numbers and some of them are realistic and some of them are quite frankly ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so having a before and after picture, like especially for people, and it is entirely possible for anybody who doesn't know much about like body composition, nutrition, this might blow your mind, but it is entirely possible to stay exactly the same scale weight, but completely change your body composition. Yeah. Obviously, one pound of fat weighs exactly the same as one pound of muscle. They are both one pound. But if you Google it and look at the size, one pound of fat takes up a lot more space than one pound of muscle. Well, muscle is more dense. So it's a much smaller thing. So if you say, I'm gonna pick 150 pounds, just because it's a nice easy number. If, if you were 150 pounds and like 30% body fat, and then you ate like exactly the right macros guided by a coach who followed a program like lifted weights, worked out, slept well, drank your water, kept your stress levels low, all of that stuff. It is entirely possible that you lose a significant amount of the body fat, build up some muscle mass, and you may still weigh 150 pounds. Yep. And if your only like measure of progress is the scale, you're going to feel like you failed. It's like everything you're doing is in vain. But if you actually have these pictures to see, because this stuff doesn't happen overnight. We're not talking like 30 days. We're talking like months of commitment. Oh, yeah. In yeah. some cases, years. Yeah. Um, but if you can actually look back and go, holy crap, I am a completely different looking human. And I know, like I speak to this because I'm sitting right next to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Who is going through this? Like progress, especially like scale weight change, is an epic. Yeah. Oh, it happens so slowly. If, if that's the number you're focused on, it, it's, yeah, it's terrible. I mean, I remember it last year. I, I think it must have been I was, during like watching the CrossFit games or something. Because I think, you know, occasionally or if you go on to like CrossFit HQ and look up their athlete profiles, you can see how much... Uh, athletes weigh right mm -hmm. they, they put that out there as one of their stats and it's so funny to look at the the, the ones that also weigh 155 pounds which is what i weigh right now mm -hmm. and it's like oh yeah yeah that's what 155 pounds look like on an elite athlete right generally these people are taller than me they're certainly much more must you know if they're the same height as me they're probably much more muscular like like we would just look completely different um, but it is, I, I mean, I had as, as a, you're listening to you talk as a coach, I am just laughing at myself because last week I sent a message to my coach that was like, all right, like, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm super upset right now. Like I've plateaued, like all of a sudden, you know, it's like, I got to like one, 154.8. And then the next day I was like back up to 155.8 six and then it just like has stayed there and I'm like I'm doing everything right and I'm still trained in my head to think if I'm doing everything right the scale's supposed to go down mm -hmm. um but I'm also back to lifting heavy barbells at least once mm -hmm. a week I'm I slept like shit that week mm -hmm. um like and it's like I know these things but it is still so hard to have that conversation in your head 
And so that's why, and that's, this is also the value of a coach, like having a coach, right? I just sent that message. I was like, I'm going to put that out there and just say, I'm freaking out. I think I know all these things, but like, I just need to say it. And I've got this great coach, Acacia, at Black Iron Nutrition. And yep, she wrote back and was like, here are like 18 different things that could be reasons why this is happening. Mm -hmm. And the fact, and then like there was a follow-up message about the crappy sleep. And it was like, that's, you know, it's huge. And I haven't done an in-body scan in a while. So I know also rationally that if I do that, I might see... Maybe I've gained some lean mass too, right? Over the last few weeks. Um, so it's really funny, like from a client perspective, like I freak out in my head all the time. Like I have such hilarious conversations with myself because obviously having a friend like you who is a coach, I know all the right answers and the things that I should be focusing on, but it's real hard when you're in the midst of it and so working so hard. You know? you've been... How long have you been following your program? September. So I'm only five months and in. And how often do you submit pictures, before and after pictures? So it's optional to submit them every week. Mm-hmm. But um, my so for the first few months, I was working with um, Kelsey Keel, who's another one of, well, she's a CrossFit athlete elite athlete now elite bobsledder which is awesome um but also does nutrition coaching um when i was working with her i kind of was getting frustrated with with the before and after photos and she actually told me she's like i don't want you to submit photos she's like we're gonna we're gonna cut that off like still measure like measure your waist and measure some other body parts in terms of inches but don't worry about the photo part and Um, that was excellent advice because I then (laughs) took like, I probably didn't submit a photo for six or eight weeks. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, ate the macros that she gave me. I was training the same way, you know, I had been. Um, and if I felt like I needed to submit things to see in my progress chart, I would, (laughs) I'd find like funny body positive memes or like just weird things that I would actually upload to the software so I could see funny pictures. So if I wanted to look at my progress photos, I'd see the original ones I started with and then I'd see some really hilarious parks and rec memes to make me feel better. Um, And then when I finally started doing, I, I did another round of photos, then I was like, oh, like there's progress being made. So now I only do photos every two to three weeks. And so like, I don't to be fair, like when, when you're working on kind of slower progress, if you're somebody whose body just takes longer to change, like some people can drop 10 pounds in a month just by thinking about it. Yes. Other people, you're looking up months and months and months and months of consistency yep. to make that happen. And what do you feel like from your very first photo to now, what is the difference in pounds of body weight? Oh uh, gosh, maybe four tops. Four tops since September, right? Yeah. So I mean, you I'm, would just, I'm at like a pound just, a month. Maybe. If you were weighing yourself and you were like, I've lost four pounds. Yeah. Since September. <laughs> how would you feel? 
I'd feel terrible. I mean, I, yeah. And I, I wish I could go back in time and have done an in-body scan back in September. Because people have be these expectations. Like you start like working with a coach or you put yourself on some kind of diet and you're like, I'm going to see masses of weight fall off my body. When you look at your first ever photo and your most recent photo, what do you see? It's It's a... I don't want to say a huge difference. Well, I mean, I think it is kind of a huge difference, actually. Um, yeah, it, it's a remarkable difference. So a remarkable difference, and yet the scale tells you four pounds, which yeah. when you're just putting straight up value in the scale, four pounds made you feel like, why do I even bother? Like, yeah, this is well, stupid. especially with the amount of work I'm putting in, right? Like if someone told me back in September, okay, you are going to weigh your food and count your macros every single day. You're go- like, I, I uh, power abs five times a week. I swim twice a week. I do some kind of strength training. Um, so like weighted resistance training three to four times a week. And walking, like, like you know, averaging probably seven to 9,000 steps a day kind of thing. Um, back then I'd be like, I don't know, that sounds like too much for just four pounds, (laughs) right? But, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's all the other metrics are so good. Like three, you know, it's, there's definitely like three inches off my waist maybe. And the photos, I can definitely look at them, uh, without sharing them on the internet with anyone else. But I look at them and I'm like, okay. It's, it's working, right? Progress is being made, and so... But as we proved earlier, like, that... If you took your first ever photos and looked at, like, one four weeks later, three weeks later, whatever it was... It, it didn't look like anything had changed. Right. That's why so, I was freaking out. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, before and after photos are also... I mean, the more metrics you have, the more data you have that you can track, the more realistic picture you've got of what's going on. Yeah. So like if you just had before and after photos alone and you had no idea of anything else, any other measurements or whatever, um, had no idea about your sleep, then that's only also telling you one small piece of the story. But in, so in your case, they're super useful to like validate your efforts to say yeah. this is like, sure, the scale's not really budging, but why the heck did you have such value in a certain number on that scale anyway? Because maybe, like, if you, did you have, like, a number? I do. Like, I totally have a number. 145, it's, it's It's 145. Right. I don't know why that's my number. I don't know where I came up with that number or how it kind of got ingrained in me because I don't and remember I think that's a great being point. that weight. Like, when you have a number in your head, like, where did that come yeah, from? I have no clue. Because 145, I think to a lot of women, especially, like, women my height, 145 probably sounds big. Right. I mean, it could, it could sound like a high number, right? Because yeah, I mean, I'm not, and maybe, I'm not a really tall person. And... Like maybe you could get down to 145 and then you've checked like the scale and then you might look yeah. at yourself in pictures and be like, oh, that's what, that's, that, there's a disconnect yeah. because I don't look like, oh, you may just feel like ass because you're like living off right? of dust and air. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and not able to do your strength training. That's yeah. actually behind like the physical change. Well, I, and I think that probably the 145 did come about, I would think in, in, in this stage of my life where I'm like weightlifting, where I'm actively being athletic, right? Cause I think if I didn't do anything like that, I probably would have a lower number in my head because I would just want to be thin, I guess. Mm-hmm. But now I know that if I lost, started losing too much 
body mass in general, I wouldn't be able to lift as much as I do. And that still matters to me, right? Like what my body can do matters so much to me that, you know, maybe that's made that number in my head higher. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. How, like, do you have a number or have you had a number? I feel like you, your, your body, you, you spent a lot of time like getting to the body comp you're at now and you're pretty darn consistent, right? I mean, you're, yeah, so you I don't have, fluctuate much. I have it's body composition scans from four years ago. Um, not exactly the same machine, but like the same brand of machine, same um, like different information. model, that's yeah. very similar information. And when I first went on our new one at the gym in January, my numbers were almost identical to four years ago. And in that time, I have... There was a period where I leaned out a whole hell of a lot, down to like 11% body fat. Yeah, that's lean. Wow. It's not healthy. Not healthy. That's not a great number for women. I mean, no. <laughs> I, loved, I loved the look. And I was eating a lot. Like I had done it with... when I That was when yeah, I had my coach and I ate a lot of carbs. She had lots lot of veins of too. A lot of veins. People looking for out. the vein popping. <laughs> I was always kind of scared I'd catch one on a door and like yes. burst. I, was like, I had these crazy... Like doing handstand push-ups when you can see the little valves in your oh, yeah. too. I was like, some people... Some people that, that is what some people want. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was a good experiment like and I'm sort of I don't track my macros right now like I shared my story in our first episode and I do it like I dabble in it every now and again if I like I wanted to see if I could lean out and when I went to a coach and I did that macro counting and leaned right out it was on the back of being on the boat for six months straight being in the Caribbean for three months not having a gym drinking a lot of rum and ginger beer (laughs) Um, and just generally feeling like ass, yeah. you know, and then yeah. I decided, um, on my 37th birthday that I was gonna, like, I was going to an awesome gym in Rhode Island, Ocean State CrossFit. Woohoo. And I was like, I'm just gonna get my shit together. Cause that was yeah. also the year I got married and I wasn't like, oh, I want to be skinny for my wedding pictures. Like none of that. <laughs> I was just like, I no. want to look good and to me that's like muscular and athletic and And you were yeah you were doing great stuff at the gym right that you were excited about too so and like oh you know during that process like when I first took my picture like I said on the boat I was like oh I don't oh oh god I look terrible and I submit them to my coach and she's like what are you talking about like there are just hundreds and thousands of people in the world who would love to look like that and you should appreciate like you you look great and I was like yeah I don't know and then like because you kind of well I couldn't really see myself but like if you can see yourself every day like you don't see daily progress and if you can see daily progress you're probably sick and you should probably see a doctor well and I mean it's the same reason why you know if like someone you love you're 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 apart from them for a while I mean the internet has kind of changed that now because you can still see people on FaceTime and stuff but back when when you didn't have that option you know you maybe you didn't see someone for a few months and when you see them again like you're just like oh my gosh you know they look more amazing to you or something like that and it's I, I wish we could do that with our own bodies, right? Like, like you were stuck on a boat not being able to look at your body. I mean, granted, you know, you still, we all still struggle with like our body image issues, but right, if we could just take a break. And I think that's kind of what the, what Kelsey was trying to get me to do with stopping the, the before and after photos was like, just take some time to 
be in the process of what we were doing, but not focus on what it looks like too much, right? Just like take a break from your body so it looks amazing when you look at it again. (laughs) I took my photos weekly and I sent them like weekly with every check-in and my weight, like my entire weight difference, like I started at like 142 and I ended up probably about 131-ish, 132 because I can change weight pretty easily, but like... I was over what period of time? Three months. Ten pounds in three months. Yeah. Okay, wow. So I got like, I was getting obsessed with the scale number because like past (laughs) history would suggest that that would happen. And I was like, oh my God, you know, like if I went up by 0.2 of a pound overnight, I was like, I'm failing. This is crappy. I'm not making any progress. Or like I would plateau for literally three weeks and not change weight and be like, well, this is stupid. It's not working. And then my coach would be like, look at your photos. Yeah. And I would line them all up in a layout. And I was like, oh damn okay shut up me silly head and like most of my clients the ones who submit before and uh, after photos um or just i shouldn't say before and after just like photos weekly yeah at some point have an epic speed wall where they're like oh god this is like i'm not making any progress why am i failing i'm useless and it's like whoa 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 just take a moment and look at this and like and I've sent people and I will quite often like send if clients have a moment send them like a little side by side of like this is where you started yeah and you know two months in three months in or whatever here we go let's not look at like every day and like week by week and judge it but here's here's the first one here's the most recent one and then it's like yeah oh wow yeah those the collage tools on like your phone to so you can actually knit together some photos and also like the black iron nutrition software that i use has uh, like you you have a progress tab and it shows you it always keeps your very first photo up top and then you can look you know Mm -hmm. scroll through kind of the changes um and I think actually, yeah, when you were just saying that, it made me think we should probably stop calling them before and after photos. They it's progress, progress photos, pictures, right? Progress because pictures. progress moves in all kinds of different directions, and it's based on your goals. And there is no solid beginning and solid end. No, it's right? like always like evolving, it's, and it's, like what where we need to be depends on different stages of life and what yeah. we're trying to achieve. And I think actually one of my most favorite moments in my whole nutrition coaching career was I recently worked with someone who was suffering from HA, like loss of period because of like extreme sort of weight loss. And she decided that she wanted to um, start thinking about having a kid. So obviously there's a lot of health restoration. And like you need a certain amount of body fat to have your body function properly. So I was like, oh wow, okay, cool. This is going to be fun because most people come to me and they want to lose weight. She was like, okay, I want to gain weight. She's like, I know I have to. I know I need to for my health. But it's also like she had been sitting around like the low 120s and is like taller than I am. And had always like in her head being like very slender was what she thought was was good for her. Yeah, that was her picture of herself. Let's go. Like she was, she was like, she was great. Like she was totally ready to kind of surrender to it and be like, all right, I'm just going to let it happen because this is beyond just image. This is now like health and like my future. Well, she, yeah, she, she wanted to, so her body needed to do something. We started wanted, out in right? the process That's... and she stuck with it and she started gaining weight. And then like she had gained about 10 pounds and like 
things started working again. Like her hormonal health was like getting way, way better. And suddenly like one night she texted me and she was like, oh my God, I just, I know I thought I was going to hate my body as it got bigger, but I just found a picture of myself a year ago and I put it side by side and I feel sorry for myself like a year oh, ago. Oh wow. Yeah. And like she sent me the picture and I was like, wow. And she, she didn't look like scary skinny, but she definitely was like, you could see bones yeah. and, and all of a sudden like she had just grown into what she was meant to look like. And she loved it. And like actually seeing somebody see so much joy in gaining weight to be healthy and looking back at like the past and going, wow, that's, that's not who I am. And I was like, that is a huge amount of value in a photo that like just saying, yeah, I gained 10 pounds on a scale and, and my system is now working. Well, yeah, that's the body that can give her a a child able to like look and appreciate that look and appreciate like the, the, the weight gain, not only put her health back in order but that she actually was able to see like oh wow i have curves in places where i should have curves yeah like ooh, and all of a sudden my husband loves it <laughs> it's true right and and that's the other kind of you know other people's opinions that do matter like she's got a body where she can have a baby and her husband loves it like that's and i feel like that that makes me think too with progress photos that's one of the things that probably should be tracked too is like if you are a woman you know through most of your life having a healthy period is like an indicator that you're feeding your body what it needs and you're you're not over training I mean I I was a gymnast for a short time as a kid and I remember that always being the thing like it was just accepted that gymnasts like female gymnasts just didn't get their period. Yeah. And everyone accepted that. Like, that was normal. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, well, yeah, you're an athlete. Like, so. Don't and then I started that. learning, oh, it's because they don't have enough body fat to support that. And it was probably not until I was myself in my 30s where I was like, wait a minute. That's messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, we just accepted that, that, like, we we would train our bodies so that this one huge major hormonal thing that is an indicator that our bodies are functioning well we just didn't seem to to mind that that stopped that didn't work well it's anorexic (laughs) that was a marker of success right yeah seriously so you thought of that like when your period stopped you were like awesome yeah i've reached a goal yeah yeah isn't that amazing that like wow yeah i mean i uh, this is Again, we're moving off topic, but yeah, a couple of years ago, I actually transitioned off of hormonal birth control, like specifically because I was like, I want to give like, see what, where my body's at. Like I've, mm-hmm. I had been on it since I was 18 years old. So, you know, 20 years pretty much on, on birth control. And it was like when I had, they always say it takes a while to sort of normalize once you come off it. And the first time I had like a normal period and, and then 28 days later I had another one. I was like, Oh my gosh, I felt like I had reached this amazing health marker. Um, and yet, yeah, there, there are times when we spend so much energy stopping that. Isn't it crazy? But Hey, uh, before and after photos, Versus progress pictures. Maybe there's a difference oh, there. You there. Go. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. are a marketing tool. Yes. Progress pictures actually have some really good value. When I it's love like that. kept between 
for your own personal consumption or you and somebody who is helping you out, a coach, where you can actually go, wow, there is real progress and I can see it now. And there's, like I said, there's many different factors and many different measurements and metrics that come into play to like build a complete picture and having pictures so you can actually see just like your example, like four pounds sounds like, yeah, why would you bother? Yep. But, but I look actually, at those, I look at the progress photos pretty frequently because that like I, you're proud of it, right? I, I, I'm, I'm proud of it, but I also, I mean, just sometimes I need that visual reminder to, to keep going. Right. Like I didn't, I didn't, I think I hoped things would happen in three months, but I knew I was going to trust a process and that it was going to take a long time. And I've, I've committed to doing it for basically 15 months is sort of my minimum. That's like my commitment to the nutrition coaching. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I'm not even halfway through a, a journey of kind of exploring that process. So take before and after pictures with a bit of a pinch of salt, look out for the cheats and just be <laughs> mindful that if it's some kind of 30 day thing, yeah, you can make some progress. Maybe it's like you, you yeah. change things in extreme. So you see an extreme progress, but what happens afterwards and really like looking at longer term health and meeting yourself, like where you need to be and assessing like, where am I at in life? What do I need to achieve? What do I want to achieve? What is healthy is important and progress photos can be very good for that. Yeah. So and I'm all about the progress. Photos. Ask yourself, you know, why why is someone showing me these before and after photos? Is it because they want to sell me something? If it's or is it because they they need some validation? I mean, all of those things are are valid, mm-hmm. right? In their own right. Um, but just to be aware. Yeah. And you'll probably also uh, notice lots of people that that learn how to pull their pants up. And why not have some fun? See, and see, ham it up and try out the, and, the before and after hacks. And let us know if you, if you try to, uh, contouring your belly ever with them. <laughs> if we do that with spray tan or tan, watch, watch some we of those, film it. Watch some tutorials on YouTube. <laughs> contouring your belly. Well, I think that's been a good run for this episode. Next time round, we are going to be talking about body positivity, which is probably one of many episodes about that. Yeah. I'm super some, excited about talking about that. Absolutely. Um, me too. Some of the, some of the stuff that we brought up today, I think will carry over for sure. I hope that y'all found this interesting and informative <laughs> and that there's a takeaway um, from it. Cause that's what we always hope for. Um, and thank you very much for tuning in to, Episode number two, there are many more to come, many more interesting conversations, and uh, thank you for sharing your story this week, Rachel. I feel like the microphone was over to you a bit more, and last week I kind (laughs) of hogged it, so thank you. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.